And now it says we're live. Now the last time we did this method, it immediately exited and it was like, JK, you're glitched, but not it. Here we are. Is it, is it happening? I don't know. It says we're live as of I now. Now I only see you. Or now I only see me, rather. Where are you? Oh, there you are up in the corner. All right, hi. Um, welcome. This is exciting. That's Cody Goff. I'm Brian Noonan. You, uh, usually you only hear us, you don't get to see us. But we are trying something new. We are quarantined. Like you, we are socially distancing ourselves. We are self-isolating. We are self, well, whatever we're doing to ourselves. Uh, but we are in our separate locations. Cody is in Taiwan. He is in a basket. He's in some sort of hut somewhere. It's very exciting on a tropical locale. I am in the uh, I am in the bunker here at uh, Brian Newton headquarters. And uh, Cody asked me to blur my background. I don't know why. I didn't ask uh, you I was... to. I suggested that you might be allowed to. Careful, you get me excited. I'm going to knock my basket over. Yeah, you said. First, you said, "Why well, I, I blurred my background." Why don't you blur yours? And then you all of a sudden go out and get a crazy background. I'm going to need for next week. I'm going to need to get some sort of uh, some sort of background, some sort of really cool backdrop. Maybe uh, maybe a landscape of New Orleans. Maybe just uh, dancers behind me, like Robert Palmer's uh, video. If I can date myself a little bit, we'll do that. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Cody. How are you? I, man, you know it's. I kept forgetting that it was St. Patrick's Day, but I did remember yesterday I, wa I was walking to CVS to pick up a prescription and uh, walked by, Casey and I walked by a bar and there, like, there were like garbage bags covering all the pool tables. Not sure really why. Uh, and there was one guy inside. This is like one in the afternoon. There was one dude right there in the window, like taking down all the St. Patrick's Day decorations. It was the most depressing thing I think I had seen in weeks. Because uh, it's just like <laughs> this like this like little small bar owner just like I'm taking his little like festive decorations down because no one's going to party. It was just like, it was really sad. Well, you hoped no one was going to party, but then we, uh, we could not count on the intelligence of a lot of the populace to stay off the streets on Saturday night. And uh, that led to what we're dealing with, partly led to what we're dealing with now, where bars and restaurants are closed except for carryout or delivery. Uh, I don't think we're going to be too far, and I'm not, listen, first of all, I don't think Cody and I are going to uh, tell you anything that you haven't heard, basically. We're, this is to give opinions. We, if we do cite a fact, and I know Cody is a stickler on this as I am, we will only be giving you facts from the CDC, the World Health Organization, um, or uh, what's this doctor's name? Fosha, Fauscia, that guy? Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. Yeah, Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. Anyway, he. I like this guy. I trust this guy. He's his message has been consistent since this whole thing started. So those are the three people that we will uh, we will give you facts. The other stuff is going to be our opinion, uh, which is what you're used to. And if if that's going to bother you. You know, go watch a cat video. I don't know. There's so, there's something else on. There's a puppet show. You can uh, you can. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a lot of misinformation out there for you. Because Cody's been you. Kudos to you. You've been calling out a lot of misinformation. As a man who d deals with science, for your quote unquote day job. I do. You are a big being being informed correctly well yeah but i don't know that i'm always acting correctly um thursday night 
I couldn't sleep for like an hour, and then I saw what what looked to me to be a suspicious-looking Facebook post. Or no, 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 it was a, it was a. <laughs> everybody was sharing this link to a LinkedIn post, and it was like notes from uh, a like a round like a panel discussion at a event at UC San Francisco, and it's like fine. And you read this LinkedIn post, and it had. It had some facts that we know about, like statistics and numbers that were verifiable, but then it had some like just sheer terrifying information and <laughs> and thousands of people were sharing this. And it was like, it was literally two in the morning and I'm in bed and I, I read a couple of these and I'm looking in and I'm like, what panel was this? So I Google the panel, uh, can't find any info on the panel, I uh, can't find any info on the event. Uh, there are no secondary, like, sources confirming this. This wasn't picked up by, like, this wasn't reported on by, like, The Atlantic or, like, MSNBC. It was just kind of there, one dude's LinkedIn post, getting shared tens of thousands of times by, like, journalists that are like, look at these incredible numbers and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, uh, but, like, you look at it and you see the post and it it's, like, it's got the UCSF logo. It's on LinkedIn. It was published by a guy with doctor in his title. I don't know who it was, but it's doctor oh, something. Right. So it's like the thing that the people don't understand is even if it seems realistic, like journalism is a thing that exists for a reason. And like you vet sources or you get like you confirm things. That's, you're so naive. That's what I love about you. You still have that youthful exuberance and naivete that I've come to appreciate over the years. That's how, that, ideally, that's what we're supposed to do. And any journalists who are watching, and I'm not going to use the term the media. There was a very interesting article in the Washington Post saying, don't call it the media. There's no media. There's <laughs> journalism. That's, so journalists used to do what you said. They used to vet things. They used to actually have to have three or four sources. A lot still do. Some in the rush to be first because of our 24-hour news cycle and social media. Some are just like, ooh, this is cool. That looks legit. I'm going to send that out. That's going to be fun. You know? Yeah. Well, we, we could say we could throw out any number that we want to. And then, like, but what happens is then, let's say somebody shares it and makes a comment like, these people say this, how extraordinary or whatever. Right. And once you do that, once you're like one step removed from what someone's sharing, you kind of automatically accept that source as fact. So um, I just, I went on a tear. So I searched for UCSF <laughs> on Reddit and I found okay. every single post that somebody had shared the LinkedIn post. And I messaged the moderators of every subreddit. I reported and flagged for like violating Reddit rules whenever I could. I downvoted all these posts. Uh, and then I also tweeted at all the like top verified check marks I could on Twitter and was like, have you verified any of this? And I just went on this like <laughs> anti-misinformation bender for three hours. I didn't go to, I, I fell asleep very, very late uh, that night. It was not, it was not healthy, but yes, I am doing my best to combat misinformation, which, which is um, difficult sometimes. Yeah, we're getting uh, people watching our old friend, uh, Craig Collins saying hello. Our, my old producer, uh, Lindsay Thies, saying hello from, uh, she's in Colorado now. So uh, welcome. Hope everybody is safe. That's the main thing. I hope everybody's staying safe um, because there's certain people that, that will not stay safe. They are still, I don't understand the, at this point, 
how people are still treating this as something that's not as serious as it really is. Or, you know, they're, oh, I, I'll do what I want. I'll still go out. You see the pictures coming in from Florida, from the beaches, people still packed on the beaches. Uh, I had a huge argument the other day with someone who is saying that this is not as serious because if it was, there'd be more dead people. And I'm like, well, that's not really how we're going to judge the success of this. Uh, yes, we want to prevent as many fatalities as possible, but we also want to prevent as many cases of people getting sick as possible. And, and he was on a tear that everybody on that cruise ship should have been dead then, if this was so horrible. And I was like, okay, I'm done talking to you. Thanks. Good to see you. Bye. Because I'm not, I'm not wasting my energy on that anymore. If, if you still need to be convinced that this is as serious as everybody is saying, um, all you need to do is look at your beloved leader. Whew, the president, boy, he's flipped his script pretty quick from it's a hoax to today. I always knew it was a pandemic. I was saying that before anybody else was. Huh. All right. Well, I'm not quite <coughs> sure that's accurate, but oh, you're coughed. Are you all right? I, th I think I'm all right. I don't think is coughing. Is we need to cut off this transmission because if you have a dry cough, I'm not going to get it. I don't know if it'll pass this way. But it could. Is that That's even misinformation. A I don't even know that. I know this. Yes, yes, dry cough is a symptom. What are you drinking? Water? Water, yeah. I was going to have a beer because <laughs> uh, I desperately need water. one after this. Yes, it's it's a little bit nuts. So are you working? You're working from home from your day to your, you have been quarantined or isolated or told to work from home? Yeah, I'm 100% remote. Uh, and we've been. Uh, We've been looking at making some travel plans, which uh, I what? I know that sounds I know how that sounds, but wait sounds till horrible. wait till I explain. Uh, Please do, because right now I want to hit you in the head virtually. Well, there's some good news uh, that that provides some context for this. So, yes, uh, so it turns out. Uh, for those who, who weren't aware, because we haven't done a podcast, Brian, so... Uh... Uh, yeah, there's there's not been a lot of contact. Well, we've had contact, but we haven't had contact together with the audience. Yeah, we've, we've hung out a couple times. So, um, good news, among all this weird insanity happening right now, uh, I am going to be a dad. So, that's Congratulations. pretty cool. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll say now I can stand publicly. I was, uh, Debbie and I were happy to hear this news Seems like a long, much longer time ago. A lot has happened in the week since I've seen you. I know, but right? congratulations to you and Dr. Mrs. Cody's wife. Yes, thank you again. So um, that provides important context for this. So um, yeah. second trimester, we've got let's say, you know, another few months of the ability to really go anywhere or do anything. I, I mean, the doctor says you can travel during the third trimester. It's just very uncomfortable. So like, what's the point? So, yeah. we, you know, we've been thinking oh, this, this, I, I'm, this wasn't around when you were expecting, but the baby moon trend. I've heard of the baby moon. Uh, yeah, we didn't have that. We just, you just kind of went and then the baby was born and then your life changed. That was how it was. It wasn't, we didn't, uh, there was not, hey, let's go one more time. And because really your wife can't get liquored up on any vacation that you go on anymore right right so it, it's not like so what do you do well that's the thing so well it turns out that uh well we both love nature and we love both love being outdoors um and turns out that everything is closed for the next two weeks 
But you know yes. what's not closed is outside. You can go outside. And also That's true. And also, uh some vacation like home rentals, Verbo, Airbnb. You gotta really? figure how many how many like if I'm gonna go to like a secluded cabin somewhere, how many people well first of all, the places we're looking at, you can see the last dates they were booked out. If they haven't been booked in seven days, we're fine. Okay. The virus isn't just gonna sit around. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like, I think there's a reasonable degree of safety if it hasn't been booked out for like seven days and they're taking cleaning precautions. I'm just not that worried about yeah. it. You, you would increase the, you, would, you would theoretically increase contact by like maybe one or two people between getting, you know, staying here and then going to some cabin in the woods. But I'm just saying, no one's got anything to do. I can work fully remotely for the next two weeks. So what the heck? Go to some Vista, you know, like nice cabin, go for a hike, you know, every night or whatever. I'm just saying it's a potential. So when does the baby come? August. August. All right. So I'm trying to, so you're in, uh, that's August, that's nine, eight. We're in three, so you got five more months. Yeah. So you're like four months in? Yeah. All right. It's the thing I'm telling you, uh, yeah. now is the time. I, you know, I, I'm not going to book a flight for the end of May because things could still be shut down. That's the, no, so you're, you're talking about somewhere you could drive to, right? We're talking about somewhere where you can hop in a car, drive over there, you know, have the have the host leave the keys outside or maybe a punch-in, okay. you know, electronic system. You just use gloves going into the place, hand sanitize a it's little like, bit. Yeah, you can always leave, uh, leave Dr. And Mrs. Cody's wife in the car. You can go in and scrub that place down. Yeah. Give it a quick once over. And also you can, you know, you, you can have them give you some proof that they actually cleaned. Like you want video of them disinfecting the house and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I'm just saying, uh, you know, theoretically, the other thing you got to remember is like we live in a one bedroom apartment that's 50 feet away from the train. Uh, I will start to go actually insane if I can't leave this yes. place. And I've got the, no, I the L. No, I thought you were talking about getting on a plane and going somewhere. No. Then you were gonna need no ports will be involved. All right, good. Yes, if you're getting in a car, just the two of you, and you're driving somewhere, and you don't pick up a random hitchhiker, and you get somewhere, and, you know, no vagrant comes in, nobody comes in, Ted Kaczynski doesn't come out of the woods and sit in the uh, cabin with you, I think you'll be fine. But, yeah, that's... You know better. You, you you're you're a smart guy, aren't you? I mean, the way I see it, if we're in a cabin in the woods, we're all the only people going in and out the door. I have an apartment building right now. Like, if I go downstairs, anytime we go inside the building, we gotta disinfect because there's 20 people that live in here. You know? Yeah. I turned off the blur in my background. It was bothering me. That's fine. Look better. You've got a, You've got a nice setup. I have like my bedroom, and I don't want people all in my all in my stuff. I'm in my, you know, I'm in the office. I got things happening here in the office. I can't, uh, I can't be messing around. The, the blur, plus it's blurring out my head. I'm gonna work on the lighting for next week. You know, I'll, maybe I, I use the lights on the desk rather than big overhead fan light. So I think this is a good plan. So uh, when are you, when are you gonna do it? Are you doing it within the next couple weeks? Are well, you gonna try to flee the city before uh, the zombies and the lockdowns come? We want to do it now, but here's the rub. We found this beautiful place in Wisconsin. Feels north of here, like lake beautiful trees everywhere 
Uh, yeah, only thing is, the next 10 days, the average temperature is about 20 degrees. Oh. And it kind of defeats the Ooh. purpose of being outside in nature. Yeah, if it's, it's I know, that's what sucks. Like, all the best places to go around here are in Michigan and Wisconsin, and it's going to be like an Arctic, like, blast for the next 10 days. Head so, down to the Smoky. Head down to the Smoky Mountains. They're gorgeous. We could head Get south. Well, we could have stuff, but like the closest place that we found that we like is nine hour drive. Let me give you a little, uh, let me uh, throw this out there. Southern Illinois. There's some cabins available in Southern Illinois. It's beautiful. It's a completely different landscape than it is here in Northern Illinois. You get hills, you get lakes, you get trails. You got Giant City uh, State Park. You got a lot of stuff going on down there. You right. know? I'll check the state That's parks. So some to look into, some to look into. Now the parks may be closed, but you know there might be a lake. I don't know. Why would they close the parks? I am planning on not live. Why not? Because they can't. You know, what are they going to have rangers out there? But they're really socially isolated anyway, or socially distanced. Right. So they should be fine. I don't. You know, I think that would be okay. Yeah. I, I, how's your quarantine going? Are you? Are you just? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, it's, it's fine. I was at uh, my only place. Like today was the first day I did not go anywhere. Today, I the only place I went was for a, wa a 40 minute walk with the dogs. Um, yesterday I was up in Milwaukee. Sunday I was at GN. Uh, so I'm having to go out, and I have taken it upon myself. I'm going to be the shopper. So I'm the guy. I've been running around to the stores. I've been doing all the all of that kind of stuff. Uh, it's it's fine. I'm being I'm being careful. I'm not being cavalier about this at all. I to a couple of small businesses, friends of ours that we know, and I uh, purchased a gift card or bought something out just you know because I I knew things were going to be rough for them. And then of course uh, Sunday the hammer dropped, and now it's really rough. But Today was weird because I kept I kept wanting to go, you know, just do what I always do, and we have plenty of stuff. We have plenty of food. We're all we're all stocked up. We didn't hoard, but we're we're okay. And I keep telling myself rationally that the grocery stores and everything are going to stay open because even in Italy, there are, the grocery stores and the banks and the pharmacies are open. You can still go do that. Even in San Francisco, where they're on lockdown. You can still go to the grocery store and the doctor. So they're not, we're never going to get to the point where we have to stay in our house and not go. Because at this point, it's not airborne. Be safe and you'll be okay. And by be safe, I mean, if you have to go, one person go, get what you need, stay away from everybody else and get home. That's it. And only go if you really need something. And for the people who have to work, I, you know, God bless them. There's a lot of people who still have to, all those people who, when we can still go to the grocery store, they still have to have all those people working there. And the people who work at the bank and the people who work there. And So my quarantine so far, my, my self-distancing is going okay because I'm staying, you, you know me, this is perfect. I don't like that around a lot of people anyway. So this is great. Um, and I think I would get, like if I could do the radio shows from here, It'd be fantastic. I would never have anything on from the waist down. Most because and most of the time we're not doing video stuff, so who knows what I'd be broadcasting in. Yeah. But 
and Debbie loves it. She's, you know, I'm I work upstairs. She's working downstairs. She said because nobody's nobody's there to keep asking her questions and bothering her. She's being very productive, so she's digging it. Uh, you know, I think we're throwing the dogs off a little bit because we're around, but that's all right. You know, it's hard. It is hard though. I talked to my mom today because it's her birthday. So happy birthday, mom! Uh, 83 today, and we've had to change. So we didn't. We were all supposed to get together last weekend, and um, you know, see her for her birthday. Go out. Molly was gonna fly home. Well, then we decided it's it's not a good idea to get together with my mom because she's once she's 83. She checks all the boxes for people you who shouldn't be out and mingling. Yeah. You know? And then it took a while to talk Molly into not flying home. Uh, well, I'm going to come home anyway. I wanted to... Uh, and I was like, no. So I didn't, I didn't forbid it, but I appealed to her better angels and her common sense and her wisdom. So she didn't come home. Well, it's, every, it's certainly well within your rights to forbid it because... Everyone's a potential petri dish, right? Like you're protecting yourself by telling her not to come home. And I finally did play the "What do you want to come home and get mom's sick card?" And uh, I mean, it's true. It is. It was my it was the final card in my hand, and I flapped it down on the table pretty hard, and she bought it, and then then she didn't come back. So that was really that was good. Uh, but it so back to the point. It's hard. I talked to my mom today, and it's hard for her. Because she is very social, whether it's going to my brother's house to see my nieces or going out to play Mahjong with her friends or whatever it is she does or just being able to leave the house to go to Jewel or whatever. So she's getting a little nuts to the point where I was on the phone with her and I get or I'm, I'm sitting here and I get a text from Molly. You got to talk to grandma. She's going to go vote. And I was like, what? Because last week she said, I'm not leaving the house till the end of March. I was like, good. You'd be dumb if you did. So as as Molly is still talking to my mom, she texts me. I text my mom, hey, happy birthday. I'll call you in a little bit. Please tell me you're not leaving the house today. So Molly gets off the phone. I talk to Molly. I text my brothers. I go, hey, you got to tell Ma not to leave the house. <sighs> call my mom, and I'm like, so happy birthday. And I'm trying to stay calm. I'm not going to fight. I didn't want to fight with her. It's her birthday. And uh, she goes, oh, you won't believe this. I'm on the phone with Molly, and I'm talking about going to vote. And all of a sudden, there's a text from you that says, I hope you're not leaving the house. How did you? I thought it was God telling you to text me at that point. I go, no, it was your granddaughter. I wouldn't mind fighting with you. So she texted me to tell you to stop. Yeah, I'm not going to go. Good, good. You're you're 83. You voted in a million elections. You will vote in the general election in November. Mm -hmm. You're fine. Do not leave the house. And because it's your birthday, and I know people will be delivering things to your to your door, don't answer the door today. Just tell them <laughs> to leave it on the porch. Not two minutes later, <laughs> knock on the door. Hold on. And it's funny because we're we're on FaceTime. So all of a sudden the phone drops and I'm looking at her kitchen ceiling and I, I can hear her at the door. Can you just leave it on the porch? <laughs> and I hear the guy's voice. Okay, thank you. And so then she comes back. Okay, I got it. So so it's hard for it, it is hard for a lot of people who really want to be out and 
Now she's been in for a week, so she's getting a little loopy. How long have you been on? How long have you been at home? Oh boy, um, I had to do a grocery run on Sunday. No, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I work from home sometimes anyway, so it's not like yeah. the the shift for me hasn't been extraordinary. It's more been because my wife teaches yoga, so like she's usually. Oh. Like, we don't see each other as often. She's teaching at night or she's out. You know, we're kind of in and out a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, it's 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 more that. Uh, I know a lot of people are talking about how much this will test some relationships. You know, with people. It's, it, is, it is different to all of a sudden. Like, I've always wondered how couples worked together. You know, they go to, they yeah. get up in the morning. They go to the same job. They come home together. It's, I'm like, how to know? That's no, that can't be. And, um, you know, there will be, there will be a lot of people that are, their limits are tested. But the good thing is you can still walk outside. If you go take a walk, mm -hmm. you know, you can go outside. You can, that's, you know, like I said, today I took a 40 minute walk. It was fine. And, uh, you know, Debbie, despite her, uh, despite her instincts, decided she would get out of her pajamas today. She's been working in pajamas since last night. I mean, she's changed pajamas and she's taking a shower, but today she's like, I should probably put on some clothes and take a shower. I was like, hey, whatever, you know. It's <laughs> it's your world, man. It's it's a whole new time. I don't know how things are going to work. I don't know what's happening. You know, you don't want to take a shower? That's cool. It's been really... Make me <laughs> It's been really funny for me watching people adapt to the work from home thing because like I've just grown up or I've, I've grown up working in cultures that like in marketing, like 2010, 2011, I would occasionally work remotely. Like my last job at a big, you know, corporate cons you yeah. know, global consulting firm, like when I moved to Curiosity, the startup, like I've always kind of been used to doing the remote thing and like our corporate communications in a couple different organizations I'm affiliated with. I mean, it's like, it's like you're going to Mars, the way that they're talking yeah. about it. Like, like okay, now everybody expects. Now you have to have like this and this and this and this and this. And, and like, I, sure, but it's to me, it's it's all so natural. Like none of it is news, and I'm just kind of like, really? But I, there's, I mean, there's other people that have been in the workforce for 35, 40 years that have never worked from home. So. I get that it's an adjustment for people, but it, it's um, it's really funny to kind of see from my perspective. Well, it's, yeah, it's a whole different thing. It's generational for sure. Like my generation, kind of toward that people would start working occasionally from home. You know, so it is a it is a big deal. Now Debbie's done a lot of work from home, so for her it's not a big deal. She, you know, she, her biggest thing is she doesn't have to get up as early because she doesn't have the commute. Yes. So now she's arrested. So she gets up, she goes down. Eight o'clock, she starts. She works, works, works all day, and then at four o'clock, she she goes. Okay, it's four o'clock. I'm done, and that's it. You know. So she's she she likes it. She she digs it. It's, it makes her she's relaxed because she's getting extra sleep. She doesn't have the commute either way. She digs it. You brought up it when we were together. You brought up an interesting point that maybe this is for the uh, remote work movement, there will be a silver lining in this because if productivity does go up and people are still, you know, yeah, they're home for a couple weeks, but everything's done. We're not, we didn't miss a beat. 
how then can you stay? Well, you still have to come in every day. Yeah. Why? I can get everything done here. I mean, there's some jobs that you have to, some jobs you need to be in person for. Mm -hmm. You just do. You know, one of my buddies is a is an outside salesman. So this is very tough for him because his whole world is walking into people's offices, standing across a desk or sitting across a desk and making a personal connection. So it's much harder to do remotely, you know, yeah. whereas some people like you can produce your podcasts. You don't need to be you don't need to be near anybody. I mean, you, yes, you're right. It's, We're doing it's, it. It's, it's better if you it's better if you can. It's better if you can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like on the show, it's better if we have a guest in studio than on the phone. But you can technically get it done. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's all very weird. Uh, it's all very weird. Very, very weird. I don't know. And I don't know what to I like. No. Yeah. The economic like implications, uh, you know, I. I know you said earlier you're like you know you know the small business owner that's like well if we have to close for a couple of weeks like you know we're done, but it's like yeah if if like two million businesses are that way, then right. you're just looking at I mean you're looking at a literal collapse of society we're talking like violent rioting and I mean like things are gonna get dark real fast. I did not. I've I've jokingly said that to some people. You know me as well as pretty much anybody. You know my faith in humanity is is thin at best yeah uh, i do i'm always looking at the fabric of society and how it is framed and it frays for a lot of different reasons i am afraid that if things get bad and, and the i do believe the economy will recover it's going to take a gigantic hit but in the meantime before that recovery there will be people who want to take advantage or who get desperate because, you know, Michael Blue or uh, De Blasio in New York said today, you know, if we shut things down, we have to take into account that there are going to be people who will not have money for weeks. And what do we do for those people? Because while most, I, I, I hope that the good people outweigh the bad people, but even good people push to a certain limit will snap and there was a report i don't know if you saw it i joked with debbie maybe i should go get a shotgun and a machete i've watched walking dead since the very first episode i know how this works and there was a report on abc news yesterday the run on guns and ammunition has skyrocketed but on the other hand so has the the, the money for cam girls so cam girls make a lot more money hmm and guns and ammo flying out the doors yeah I'm, I'm not that pessimistic about people just like trying to take advantage of it but if they become so totally you know totally like just my life is over like you know our, our, our leaders need to start giving people money immediately just a lot of money like the thousand dollar payment talked about that today for payments but they're saying it's not going to come First one won't come till April, sometime in April. Well, April's not a long way away, but it is when you look at the numbers of how many people have, live paycheck to paycheck, how many people have, uh, you know, $1,000 in the bank, it's low. All right? It's astonishing how many people do not, the percentage of people. So 
you know, look at everybody in the hospitality industry. Look at everybody in the entertainment industry. Going on, on a very small level, I lost three shows over the next few weeks mm-hmm. that I was supposed to be stand up and Tony and Tia, all kinds of things. And that's a very small percentage. But I'm using that as an example for people whose entire life is based on that income. And so suddenly they don't have an income. All these people in the service industry don't have an income. Now, some of those are getting are the unemployment benefits are being uh, relaxed. And so they, they'll have a chance to get something, which I hope they take advantage of. But yeah, it's it's going to get bad and people will get desperate. Now, I'm also holding out hope that after these two or three weeks, you know, even though yesterday they said some of the some of the effects may last until the summer. Fauci came back on and said, listen, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean these measures are going to be in place until the summer. That just means that there might still be people getting sick come July or August, but it's not going to be this crazy crush on the healthcare system. People will be able to slowly get back to their quote unquote normal lives. Flatten the curve, man. I I, I'm flattening something. <laughs> I heard that uh, you can watch the Cats movie now. So that's... Why? Why do I want to do that? That's pretty good news. Brian, no. look. I don't have that much liquor. No. I have I have stockpiled some liquor, but uh, I don't have that much liquor. You need to get you to a dispensary. That's what you need to do. You need to no, go man. get get a hundred... Once I get whacked out on weed... Uh, things are going to take an ugly turn. Yeah, because once I get get some reefer madness, uh, <laughs> who knows what I'm going to do? I'm going to run it down the streets, trying to grab people's toilet paper. It'll be mm. insanity. Are you excited about Frozen insanity. Two coming out early? I, for some, for some people, <laughs> I am. I didn't see Frozen One. Now, oh. had I seen Frozen One, I would. But now I can watch them back to back, probably. I was more excited to see that Black Panther is getting screened early or streamed early on Disney Plus. Oh. So I was happy about that. I found a new show uh, on Prime that we started watching the other day, Bosch. It's about an LA uh, detective based on a series of books. So we started watching that. Uh, I'm actually going to make time to read, which I like to do, mostly fan fiction about <laughs> unicorns. But it, it's, it'll still be reading. That counts as reading, right? Regular fan fiction or erotic fan fiction? I don't need to know the answer to that, it's actually. It's about muscular unicorns. And they're tight haunches. Is that erotic? They're what? They're tight haunches. Is that a thing? They're fur back ends. Yes, look up haunch. Haunch is the, the hip area of a, of a horse or a unicorn. Hey, Siri. What is a haunch? <laughs> Talk to Siri. Talk to Siri. Hold on. I'm Squat looking it up, too. Haunch. A buttock and thigh considered together in human or animal. That's what it is. A buttock and thigh considered together. So the buttock and thigh, the whole back area. Oh, now you're talking to Siri. And you said oh, open photo. Oh, wow. You're going you're gonna to get some NSFW photos, even though you're working from home. Can you do that if you work from home? How does HR look at your... Uh, are they worried about what you're looking at on your computer if you're working from home? If they are, they're going to be short one more employee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, yeah, you're one of the guys keeping the cam girls in business. <laughs> no, on I'm, one hand, on one hand, the cam girl's doing very well. 
uh, other workers in that uh, uh, exotic dancers, etc., et having a very hard time. I want to know what's happening on Tinder. Like, there's no way, there's no way if people no, are cooped who, up, they're not talking to each other. I don't know who's meeting. I, how are you? Yeah, how do you do? You got to be really hard up in uh, love in the time of COVID nineteen to wander out and start, you know, rubbing up on, you know, violating. Unless <laughs> you can keep a six foot distance and still get it done. High fives, brother. Good for you. But I don't think you can. So now, what are you going to do? It's Because if you if you remember, and this is a, not quite the same comparison, but it kind of is, when HIV first broke, it took a long time for people to change their habits. So it may be taking people a long time to change their habits now. And that's not to minimize either one. It's just, it's just it takes us a long time to change our habits. Look well, at the idiots who line up to go into a bar on St. Patrick's Day. We're not going to change our habits. I'm going to drink good beer. First of all, I'm talking right to you, imbecile. If you had to drink green beer on Saturday and put other people at risk, just jump in the lake because it's over. We need to we need to weed you out. Sorry, Cody. Well, I got I mean, angry. There. Well, no, no, no. I made a mis- just, I made a huge. I made a huge mistake. I I know this guy. He's like a friend of a friend. I've hung out with him like twice. You saw this. And he texted yes. me, he's like, oh, there's, it was Saturday, and he's like, oh, there's a bar crawl down the street from you, you want to come? And I'm like, no, don't, and bring hand sanitizer. And he was like, oh, lol, I figure we'll get it anyway, I'll go out for a banger. So what I meant to do was tweet that, so this guy's girlfriend who he lives with is a nurse, by the way. So what I meant... So she should have known better, right? Yes. The, so I took a screenshot of the conversation, and I was like, hey, I just got this. This guy lives with a nurse, by the way. The intent, which I should have just said, was, see, smart people aren't being smart, so that means it's extra on you to be smart. But I didn't say that. I just posted it and said, this came from a guy who lives with a nurse. So everyone starts coming at me like, you need to get new friends. You're an idiot for having friends <laughs> like that. Like, it's my fault, right? The science communicator who... I just said... I just said, your, I'm sorry, but some of your friends are stupid. Yeah. That's not against you. That's, you know, some of my friends are probably stupid. I might be stupid. Yeah. You never know. No, this this was a this was a terrible mistake. And uh, he's, he's a nice guy. His <laughs> wife's a nice girl. Like, actually, she might be a doctor. I think I made this uh, mistake. He's got, a, he's got a wife, but he lives with a nurse. This guy's <laughs> a player. No, I think he's I think a his, medical field. I think his girlfriend is a doctor and not a nurse, and I think I just accidentally said nurse. But she's in healthcare. I don't think doctors like to be called nurses. They really well. No, I uh, two of my best friends are doctors, and uh, they got married. And she said that a lot of people would call her a nurse, and she really was not a fan of that. Do not be sexist. There are many women doctors. All my doctors are women, actually. My endocrinologist, my uh, ophthalmologist, not my dentist. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Not a good story. There are also there are also male nurses, FYI. If and, we're gonna be woke. And I like yeah. to be woke as hell. You know that about me. But you do like to be woke as hell. <laughs> you know it's I can a little later. I don't have to be a woke up so early. Good about it. <laughs> you know it's not gonna be woke? WrestleMania. What? Yeah, alright. You I'm glad you brought this up because as a guy who supports Vince and his brawny band of brawlers. Wow, that was pretty good alliteration right out of the box there. That was pretty nice. Who? 
What are they waiting for? Who's going to flinch first? Are they waiting for Tampa, the the city officials of Tampa, to go, yeah, we're shutting it down? Oh, wait, so no. they can go, oh, look, Tampa's too sissified to WrestleMania here, baby. Or are they just, they just don't want to do it? No, they handled it. Did you hear what happened with their new plan is? No. No, I missed this news. So WrestleMania is going to happen on April 5th, but... <sighs> It will be at the WWE Performance Training Center in Florida in front of no audience. Really? WrestleMania. In front of nobody. In front of nobody. Which, I have to explain this. Showing, showing... If you've ever been to a live professional wrestling match, or if you've ever watched professional wrestling on TV, the crowd is not just an integral part. They, I mean, they're, they're, they're as important, if not more important, than the wrestlers themselves. It, it would be like, uh, like showing a stand-up comedy special with no audience. You can't right. do it. You can't, like, you can do it, no. but it's not going to make any sense. It, well, it's, and, and your point is evidenced by all the late shows this week that tried one night to do it without an audience, and then the next night said, we're, we're going on hiatus. Yeah, the Colbert monologue was painful to watch. And I watch it all the time, and he's horrible. And as much as I love John Oliver, Sunday night show was, it was different because he was not in his own studio. There was nobody there. It's, yeah, so your point is made. But wrestlers, that whole thing, of they work the, the crowds, get things whipped up. I mean, it's a whole... It's a whole big interplay. So to not have, who are they going to do there? Who are they going to come out and flex and talk to? I don't know. Why, why, did I don't they know. why aren't they just saying, you know what, we're going to postpone. I, Vince has the I, money. I, I don't know. I'm still trying I to figure know. out. It makes it makes very little sense to me. I'm starting to pick up my voice on your microphone. So you might have to move your mic further away from your speaker or turn me down a little bit. I'll, turn, I'll just turn, uh, yeah, I'll turn you down a little bit. Yeah. There we go. That's How's that? That's better. I don't know. I hear me. But um, but the other thing is, I was thinking about this too. Actually, is that um, you know who wouldn't have a problem doing a live show like Colbert or like one of the Mala guys is good radio hosts. Because yes, we're used to talking. We're used to being in rooms with no one. Yeah, like. And you, you see some pad, podcasters do the live thing or whatever, but, like, if Howard Stern filled in for Stephen Colbert, if you filled in for Stephen Colbert, I think you'd crush it. Like, and and it's no shade to those comedians, but... No. But radio is an art. Audio is an art that people don't understand. They don't respect right. it until you really try it and you really realize, like, how good good radio hosts are. So and coming from both sides, it's they're different muscles. Stand up is stand up is a whole different thing, and you are working even if even if it's a, a comic who doesn't do quote unquote crowd work, you are your timing. Everything is based on waiting for those laughs. Whereas what we do here, I mean, I count. I, I have the the luxury of when we're working together, I can see you laugh or I can hear you laugh. You know, so there's there's that. But there's a lot of times when I'm not working with you where it's you just have to do the show and hope that you're getting the response, the desired response 
from listeners. But it is, yeah, it's a whole different, it's a whole different thing. And I felt, I felt awful watching some of these guys because it was like, oh man, they're just, they're, it's throwing their timing so far off. They're waiting, they're making that pause. They're saying something that they know is funny, but they're used to having to, they wait for that and then they can play off it and they can roll with it from there. And it's a whole, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. So, so back to wrestling. Why do you think Vince, he's going to make a lot less money. Does he think he's going to make it all back, all the ticket sales back on pay-per-view? I mean, you do get WrestleMania with WWE Network, but yeah, it just makes zero sense to me. It, it's very confusing. But, you know, he was the last guy to pull the plug on sports. All sports were canceled except the XFL. That was like a... Right, and Dana White still hasn't canceled, right? They're still doing their fights, but UFC, but without crowds. I'm like, on one hand, that kind of makes sense. But on the other hand, that really does. I mean, you're certainly putting the performers at risk. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Very confusing. No, at, some point, it, at some point, you got he has enough content to fill his network without... He could suspend live events for a little bit, and everything would be fine. You know, this is... We're getting to a point now where if you're not suspending stuff... People will remember. People will remember that you put people at risk. And even if whether they get sick or not, if they don't get sick, people will forget quickly. But if somebody does get sick because you made them do one of these events, then, you know, they they won't forget as yeah. quickly. And it's, you know, it's just like the NBA. All of a sudden, you know, there was one guy and there was a ref. Then there were a couple guys. And every day there's a few more NBA players. And, you know, NHL was smart. They, you know, well, there were some some TSA guys in San Jose and uh, everything was going on. Okay, well, we're going to pull the plug too. What's the what's the point? What's the point of, of continuing on and then in a couple weeks going, man, things got really bad. Now we better cancel. Cancel now. I don't know. It's a, is it weird, though, that this is all we're thinking about? It's all anyone's thinking like, or talking about. You saw my tweet on I that. Know. But is it... I'm of the opinion, and I'm, I'm battling with with various powers that be, at numer- that there's a point where we need to back off a little bit. And, yeah, if there's... You know, obviously, if there's a briefing, if the president's going to speak or the governor's going to speak, yeah, you got to play that. And yeah, if any new information, you got to share it. And maybe you devote a little time to letting people just vent, which is cool. But then we have to talk about something else or people are going to go nuts. Right. Remember after 9-11? I was just going to say 9-11. There's a point where you just get fatigued. And you go, I have... I have to watch something else. I have to listen to something else. I have to I have to talk about anything else. Please. You know? So, have you reached that point? Are you reaching that point? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm in the middle of a house search. We're now also looking yeah, for... Um, it's going okay. There, there's actually a place we put an offer on, but... Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to budge from the price that they that they want. They've set a threshold, and uh, we've okay. we've looked at comps. We've 
looked around we looked at the shape of the place the budget and we're just like it's not worth that now no granted with interest rates changing and at historic lows correct uh, if they <laughs> drop if, if they drop much further we're gonna make up the difference right just straight up i, I mean you know it'll come down and, and we're not talking a huge amount we're i'm talking if they came down like six thousand it'd be high end of what i think the house is worth okay six thousand doesn't seem like a lot in the context of a house and in a 30-year mortgage but it still is at the high end and we want to put some work into it and that's gonna you know really talk more so but interest rates drop and it's like hey over 30 years you're gonna pay eight thousand less then we're we're thinking about it and um we just the other thing is we've only seen like eight houses in person so i'm being a psychopath about it and i'm just like I have to see some more houses just to be sure that like this yes, one really is that good. Still be out there. Mm-hmm. The perfect one is there. You get if you don't see them all, you got to see them all. <laughs> you got to see them all. So, and unfortunately, as someone who has bought and sold houses, some people get a number in their head, and that's it. And their realtor can talk to them, and you can all make an offer, and they're like, nope. I'm, this is the line in the sand, and you're either going to give it to me or somebody else will. Yeah. And then you move on. You find something else. Yeah. We um, well, so we're, so we're thinking about that, I, but we're not able to think about it that much because like not a lot of houses are being dumped on the market right now. Because no, what are you going to do? Wander into somebody's house? Right. Everything is basically stopped. So yeah. So we're doing that. We're looking for. Uh, you know, potential like vacation houses to go where we won't freeze to death in the next week because it'd just be a nice change of scene, go somewhere quieter, get away from the city, you know, grab a pint till this whole thing blows over. Kind of a big deal. Um, we're doing a little bit of Are that. Are you having the same problem I have with your hands? Are your hands completely torn up and chapped from all the extra washing and sanitizing? Well, do you have to wash and sanitize if you don't leave your house? Good question. I do shower still. Yeah, although you know you can't tell from the weird gel, whatever's happening. I don't know you keep with the Harry Styles hairdo. It's which yeah. is another thing I'm starting to panic about. I'm, I'm like, thank God I got my hair cut last week. I may have to, if I get to a certain point, uh, because my barber is old and infirmed, uh, I may have to go clean. Take it down. Zip. Shave it off. Shave your own head? Yeah. Why? Well, because I can't, you know, I'm not going to grow my hair out like some hippie like you. Now's the time. I know, but look, there's nothing up there. I need you to have shoulder-length hair by the time this whole thing blows over. Really? Yeah. Maybe I don't shave and I don't get a haircut. I become Captain Caveman. I'm wondering, like, I can't think of a good alliteration for it, like the COVID cut maybe or something like that, but... I, people, because the, the one one of the silver linings of this whole thing is that people are getting creative. Some of the stuff you're seeing on yeah. Twitter is like really funny and really imaginative, and you're like, okay, like this is pretty good stuff. But when people get bored, they get creative, right? People will get bored, they'll be shut in, they're gonna start writing things. And like I said, this is very silver lining. I, I'm not saying like how wonderful we're all trapped, you know, like, but this is beautiful. But people will be creative and like people will start trends and I don't know, there'll be stuff on Facebook and maybe people will, I don't know, clean more or make clip art or 
put stuff on <laughs> Etsy. I, I don't know. Who knows? But There's more anime clip art. Yeah, right. that's cool. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the the lion's manes to emerge from people and for them to start some like the COVID look or whatever, where everyone looks all like you know scraggly. <laughs> all right. Maybe we do that. I know somebody uh, read somebody's it's a couple, you know, crazy sports radio guys. Uh, they're not going to shave till sports is back, you know, because sports guys need a hot take. Well, they have nothing to talk about for the next two weeks. Oh, that's the worst thing. That is the worst they have. Absolutely. Somebody, oh, Lisa wants me to get a mullet. Ooh. I don't know. I'm not business in front, though. I'm party in the back all the time. True. I'm nothing if not Cody in the back. That's amazing. Which sounds really weird. Lisa also says, Cody, they may drop in price given what's going on in the world. Um, That's true. I, I have definitely, we've definitely been considering this. Um, I feel like, and my realtor has indicated this last week before things got, everything's closed, but has indicated yeah. that, that um, the real estate to some degree isn't as driven by all this stuff because it still kind of is the bottom line is still supply and demand. And I think right, right now we're technically still in a housing market where there just is less supply than there is demand. Uh -oh. oh, you got me? Am I back? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you dropped out for a second. Oh, yeah, but we're still technically in an environment where there is still more demand than there is supply. Uh, like, if you know anybody that's looked for houses lately, I mean, a lot of people I talk to, it's like, yeah, we looked, and if you don't buy it the day of or the day after it goes on the market, it's sold. And that's not true of the places true. we're looking at, but um, my sister had a hell of a time finding a condo when she first moved to the city. Um, she just said you couldn't yeah. couldn't find anything. So, so I don't know. I, I, I do think it could impact interest rates. I think some people might come down in price, but I don't know where that line is. Like, is it people at the $600,000 house level are going to want to downgrade? Is it the people at the $200,000 level are going to like liquidate to like, like, I don't know who will be the most affected or where, like there's so many variables um, that I'm not like counting on it, but we're going to watch the house, the price of it. Cause if it goes down, like we we're in, but, uh, but it, it's unfortunate that it's so hard to like predict, but if it was, then we'd all be millionaires. Right. That's true. But is the goal for you to be somewhere before the baby comes? Yeah. Is that the goal? Yeah, and that also... So you put it in a dresser drawer in your palatial apartment? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, I want to get so, out of here. Here's the thing. People are wondering, uh, and when I say people are wondering, it's me, mostly. Uh, what about the dragon? People who've listened to the show for a long time know about the dragon. They know the dragon lives above your fireplace. This is not a, an imaginary creature. This is a giant foam dragon mm -hmm. that uh, hangs above your, uh, above your fireplace. What... What is the plans for the dragon? Are you looking for a house specifically that has room for the dragon? Or are, is the dragon, as you now move into this next stage of your life, going to be sent to a farm to live in peace? No, I mean, any place with vaulted ceilings, we have hypotheses where it would go. The house we did put an offering on actually doesn't have high enough ceilings for it, but... In that case, worst case scenario, it would go in the garage because there is a two-car okay. garage and that, that's got enough space for the dragon to go in there. But I, I don't want it to come to that. <laughs> no, you want to be able to see the dragon every day. Yeah. 
What if you have a child who is terrified of dragons? Some children have irrational or irrational fears. What if you find that your child um, is a scared? I think years ago, before we talked about seriously having kids, we said that it'd be fun to just have a kid just to tell the kid that the dragon is Santa Claus. What? Yeah, we're just going to tell the tell the kid the dragon Santa Claus. I have a Santa hat I put on it every year. We'll just be like, there's Santa. And that's what gives you the gifts. Who is your child, Mulan? <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's imaginary anyway. Hang it in the baby's room. See, I, someone in the chat already agreeing. Barb, I agree with you, Barbara. I just call her Barb. Hang it in the baby's room. Oh, it. good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's the things that, yeah, because you and you and uh, Doctor Mrs. Cody's wife never want to sleep, and putting a dragon in the room will, you know, that's good. Yeah. Terrify the child. Now an infant won't be afraid, but that that will leave an impression on their infant mind. Something, something untoward will happen as they get older. Nah, be fine. All right. <laughs> no, I think having it in the house is fine. I don't know if you want to make it a mobile over the baby's crib giant dragon looking out for them that would yeah, be terrifying that's true that's true uh well anyway that, that that's where we're at um nice we're, so we're, we're gonna do this like once a week right for people who are listening now or watching now or who will listen later we're gonna try to do this especially during quarantine time what else we gotta do it's not like we're up boozing i know right uh yeah um production note for people so uh yes. streaming yeah, live please is actually really hard. Um, I know it seems like you just hit record on Facebook Live and you're good to go. Like if Brian and I were in the same room, it'd be easy peasy. Uh, right. re recording and broadcasting and streaming multiple video streams to any platform is exceptionally complicated. And I know this because uh, I have streamed video game broadcasts before and you have to buy like extra external equipment you have to wire lots of things. It took Brian and I a half hour to set up just to get the right microphones working and everything. We're doing pretty good though. We're I doing think. great. This is awesome. But I just want to let you know, the quality will improve. Um, huh? the, the quality will improve. Cause like me personally, I'm a perfectionist and I know that, uh, you know, it, the video is a little choppy. The audio is Are you not... trying to say perfectionist? As your... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am basically. Um, uh, we will. Im I will work on the back end to improve the video and audio quality so that we look awesome. But we are running a backup recording of this, and I should be able to post a split screen video of this whole conversation uh, to the Facebook page if it all worked. Fingers crossed. Um, after this, um, hold on. Let me check. The recording is still working on my end. Oh no, it's still streaming. But oh, in your recording, yeah. And um, I'll be posting yeah, the podcast on WGNRadio.com in the next like I don't know, day or so, probably. If I've got time. I've been working a lot, so we'll see. Uh, All right. Lisa but, has brought up a question, Cody. Uh, someone with a username producer, Cody, posted on a neighborhood app a few months ago complaining about car alarms waking him. Was that you? Uh-oh. Uh, Was that you? Uh, Are you on a neighborhood group? No, I'm in the I'm in the next door uh, neighborhood app. Oh, we're doing. Oh, I'm in that too for our neighborhood. I'm in that for our neighborhood. Uh, Lisa, please don't judge me. Here's what happened. Yes, tell us. Here's what happened. I live above. <laughs> I live above a law office. I love my building. I love my landlords. There's only like six apartments here. The average tenant stays here like. 
five to seven years or something in Lincoln Park. It's just like pretty absurd, right? Like there's no turnover, yeah. low rent, they're nice guys. There's a law office under our apartment directly. It's the first floor or the second floor. This law office, um, they've been there like 20 years and they decided they're going to remodel the whole office, like remodel. We're talking strip it and redo everything, build in new, new walls, new furniture, all that. So we're talking 100% construction zone. And this typically happened starting at 7 a.m. every Saturday. But also Ooh. during the week. And I work at home a lot during the week. So there were days where I literally had to go to a coffee shop because there would be like a jackhammer basically and the floor would be shaking. We actually mm -hmm. had to put extra, um, like, uh, like an extra leveler basically under our bookcase, our big like six foot tall heavy bookcase in the living room because it was wobbling back and forth so oh, much no. because the floor was moving. So um, sleep wasn't really happening. Also fun fact, if you remember, Brian hosted an overnight weekend show at WGN in January in for Mapubala, and he invited me to go to the station and do the show with him. So I did the show, I got home around 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, passed out around 6.30. At 8 o'clock sharp, uh, there was like heavy construction and it sounded like somebody was using a jackhammer like on the ceiling under my bed. So that was pretty hellacious. So that's the context of this. Um, okay. So this is happening for weeks and, and, and like there's no notice and like the landlords like said that it's over and then they, like it wasn't over for like another couple of weeks and it was just it was just a mess. So I was not sleeping a lot. Uh, I go to bed anyway. They're waking me up early. It's no good. And then like I finally supposedly get some peace and quiet. And then, and there's this Saturday morning and a car alarm goes off. And I swear to God, mm -hmm. it was actually as loud, if not louder, than my alarm clock in my bedroom. Uh, because it must have been parked directly in between the two buildings so that it echoed off the two buildings and came right yeah. into my window, closed window, closed <laughs> curtains, closed everything. I swear to God, it was like an alarm clock actually going off. And this happened nonstop for like an hour one day. And then finally I like, right as soon as you throw your pants on, you're ready to go outside and go find out what's happening. Of course it turns off, but it, it was sure. like a honking one. That's like, boop, boop, oh, no. boop, no. boop, like that. And you, people put those on their car. They never pay attention to them. No. And they were probably parked under the train. So the train was triggering it because of the vibrations. Sure. Um, so oh. the last day it happened, I literally, I like, the second it happened, I jumped out of bed, ran to my dresser, threw my pants on, tore open the sash, threw open the shutters, ran to my wait front a door. This is the night before Christmas. Oh wait, yeah, that's different. Um, <laughs> but I swear to God, I the second I got to my front door and opened the door, it stopped. It stopped going off. So I posted on next door, really pissed about it, and I got the classic like, "Welcome to the city, welcome to city oh. life." Oh yeah, P people were basically jerks, and I, I like, I was like, I'm not gonna use Nextdoor anymore because people are total jerks for no like, like I specifically said, I like, I live 50 feet from the train. But you know what it is? It's the we've talked about. It. It's the internet. People can be jerks. Oh god, all all day on the internet because there's no, they don't have to face you. Like if you had said that to the owner of that car, I guarantee they would have. Oh, 
they would have gone, I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. I parked, you know, this was the only parking spot. It's a block from my house. I didn't know the alarm was going off. But on the internet, they go, you're, you want a baby? Yeah, it was fun. So, yes, I did post so on that. So, what was you? I posted and I basically was like, uh, hey, don't, don't do this. There was probably some caps lock involved because I was a little heated. I was just like, for sure. the love of God, turn off your car alarm if it's going to go off nonstop and have some respect. It wakes up the neighbors. <laughs> and, like, no one cared. And I no one cared. The people, who, the people who came at you with Welcome to the City, if they had been bothered by something, they would have been complaining too. People always go, well, that's just how it is here. No, you're just saying that because it didn't happen to you. If it had happened to you, you would have been just as upset as I am, but... Now you you feel you can take the moral high ground and feel superior and just go, well, it didn't happen. To, you know, why don't you just suck it up, buttercup? You know. Well, there was one that guy. guy with the alarm owned a lib. Um, uh, Lisa says, I'm not judging. Thought it was funny. Read the post. Thought I think I know the poster. Well, uh, yeah, uh, you do. Thank you, uh, Lisa. But that, yeah. That, <laughs> um, no, no, the other thing is uh, one guy was like, uh, well, hey, I, I, I like, I'm like an electrician and I work on my truck and all my equipment's in my truck, so I got to have an alarm, so excuse me. And it's like, okay, a couple things to unpack here. Uh, you, you have the right to personal security. Uh, you have of less course. of a right to disrupt the peace. And is your personal security worth more than 60 people being able to stay in bed past 6.30 in the morning? Let me guess. His answer is yes. I have to get up at five to go to work, so I don't care about you people, yeah, lazy well. people. Who sleep till six thirty. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to uh, work at five because the, the damn truck was there at five. If that was a truck, I don't, it doesn't matter. Anyway, that that's the right. weird story. I had too much stuff in the truck. Yeah, I understand that, of course. You know, maybe get a garage. Welcome to the city, pal. Somebody might break into your truck and steal all your stuff. Welcome to the city, pal. Shut right. up. Right. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll do these about once a week. All right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, this is where we, we've got to. I am talking to Brian. We're oh, Facebook Living. Sorry, my wife just came in the door. Are you recording? We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're on Facebook Live. You're in front of. All questions. <laughs> you have 25,000 people streaming right now. No, the disembodied voice of Dr. Mrs. Hi. Cody. Uh, she says hi, but she has a question for you, but for <laughs> off the air. Oh. Wow. She's going to ask right. you to baptize the kid, I bet. Is it, does it have something to do with the name? I've been thinking of these. Do you have, do you have any names? Does that have anything to do with the name? No, although. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I was, uh, I was just with a student and she's reading a book about a dragon called Talon. <laughs> but all perfect. <laughs> It's like, what are the odds? It's a great dragon name. It is a great dragon name. I don't know if it's a great child name, but I think we can make it work, or it's, you can make it work. I can't and won't make it work. Okay. I'm still, I still think it's good. For those, uh, it's been a little inside, but uh, when we saw uh, Cody and uh, Mrs. Cody, one of the names that they came up with was Talon, or the, one of the names it was bandied about. Maybe it was me who came up with that one. I don't know who came up with Talon. <laughs> You had a lot of you had a lot of uh, unusual name. Cody, Doctor Mrs. Cody had a respectable you know respectable human child names. <laughs> Cody, of course, wanted to name his kid like Mario Kart and stuff. Mario Kart sixty four. 
Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I, I, people go, what happened to the first 64, 63? Exactly. That's the, like, I wouldn't mind naming my kid Cody Goff the 13th just to head start. How many numbers. are there? How many of you are there? There's, There's two. Just you, right? Just give it the head start, you know? I want to take 13 uh, generations to get that far. Come on now. Just... I don't know. Are you going to go with Junior? Probably not. If it's, if it's a boy? Probably not. All right. Well, we listen, that's the big news. We again have buried the lead. Uh, Cody and his lovely wife, congratulations again. They are with child. Are you saying... I won't judge. Are you saying we're pregnant, or are you saying my wife is pregnant? I'm saying my wife is pregnant. Your wife. But I have to my say, wife. Wife. She got the bun in the oven, all knocked up. She can She's a with child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So you're not. You're not saying we're pregnant, are you? No, we don't do that. All right. No, Thank that's goodness. that's weird. I mean, well, I mean, it's not weird. People can do what they want, but to us, that's that's unnatural. Yeah, it, I, I agree, because while your lovely wife is pregnant, you are not. Although I am showing, with all the sitting around we've been doing, you know. How come, uh, you know, as, we, as we're as we stocking up on quarantine things, uh, Debbie, made, Debbie made a few stops or a stop last week and picked up a few things, and all of a sudden there's homemade cookies. I'm like, what's this? Well, I just thought if we were going to be shut in, then we should have some cookies. I'm like, what? So by the time this ends, every all the good we've done is going to be gone. Like we should order two things of pasta just in case. Where you know, what if we can't? So yeah, everybody's eating poorly. We're all showing. I don't even have the excuse of having sympathy cravings. Oh, are you craving anything? No, although I'm often too lazy to cook, and if you know. Um... Sometimes. Anything? Have Have you noticed any like unusual changes in her dietary requests? Oh, massive! Are you? Oh my God! We. I don't think we bought. We literally did not. I stopped buying bread seven years ago because my bodybuilder brother said that white bread is the white death. I don't know why he says this. Whatever. <laughs> He's like, bread's basically sugar. It's like you're just eating like a thing of sugar. So I. I, I haven't bought bread in forever. So. We don't have a toaster. One day I come home, okay. sitting on the counter, loaf of bread and a toaster. Good. We ate. Listen, we... <laughs> you're gonna have a family. There's gonna be a lot of things. You have to toast Eggos. You have to toast some Pop Tarts. You're gonna have to just make uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on toast. You're gonna need a toaster. It's good. Casey's already showing good nesting impulses. He's got the toaster. <laughs> Pretty soon it's gonna be a crock pot. You're going to have all this stuff. Oh, we've got crockpot. We crockpot all the time. It's the only way to cook. Huh? Throw some chicken in well, there. there well, go. if you can find chicken, throw some chicken in there. How about it? No chicken. No meat. Nothing. There's plenty of meat at Dump Jewel. Chicken. It's just all chuck roast. Oh, I haven't seen any. Mm. I bought a couple pork tenderloins to put in the freezer. Bought some turkey bacon, put in the freezer, and some sausage. Nice. That was it. We're, now, uh, today I made, a corn, I made a corned beef today. So Where? In my crock pot. No, no, no. in the stove. In a, in a pot on the stove. What store do you go to? Oh, a Jewel. Yeah, we go to a Jewel. They, they did have chicken yeah. wings, but that was the only chicken product they had. When I, I went to one, two, three different Jewels, no chicken. 
No ground beef, no steaks, no nothing. Wow. Did have a corned beef, as I mentioned. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> made the corned beef. Gotta start it's St. Patrick's in case people forget. It is. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Well, listen, this has been this has been exciting. And if people take nothing away, Cody's in the market for a house because he's got a bun in the oven. Cody, uh, despite all our uh, thoughts, is virile. It has created life. Helped create life. Casey's doing her part. Yeah, it but wasn't yeah, all be... me. Right. But it's a team effort. But you held up your end. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So congratulations on that. Yeah. Very proud. Yeah. And it's you... Good. It's going to be exciting. And you stay under house arrest now, as much as you can. I am going to do my best. I, I'm planning on staying under house arrest tomorrow, too. And then Thursday, I have to go back to Milwaukee. So I will uh, load up all my cleaning supplies, get my car outfitted in pig metal like Mad Max, and head off to Thunderdome. Because I, I know there's going to be looters. I know Master Blaster is going to try to get me at some point. It's going to be rough. But I'm ready. Speaking of Mad Max, uh, guess what I'm reading right now? Uh, I don't know if you've read this. Hell's Angels? By Hunter S. Thompson? No. Is it good? It's really good. It's really good. All right. Uh... I I actually picked it up uh, and tried to read it like a few months ago, and I, I read like a page, and I'm like, I it just, I for some reason I couldn't quite get into it because the first couple pages, like first chapter maybe, is a little kind of jumpy a little bit, but then it gets into it, and you just learn about the Hell's Angels and all about the early '60s because he spends like two years with the Hell's Angels. Great book. It's like one of the greatest yeah. pieces of independent journalism, I think, like ever. So, uh, yeah, very worth it. That sounds cool. All right, I'll have to read that. Somebody, Mike is saying I'm going to Barter Town. I may go to Barter Town. If I come back with Tina Turner, Debbie's going to be upset. But that's listen, that's how it goes. That's just the way things are. It's scary crossing the border, Cody. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going into a hole. It's, it's, you know, things can change from state to state now. It's lawlessness out there. You stay in your bamboo hut. Stay in your tiki hut. That's probably. Is that a palapa? Is that what you're living in now? A palapa? It's actually a palazzo. A palazzo. Mm. Eh, I, I don't think so. I don't, uh, da, da. Hold on. Are you Googling palazzo? A, uh, uh, no, not palato, idiot. Palato? By idiot, I mean, by idiot, I mean Google. Uh, Palazzo. The Venetian Palazzo closing until at least April 1st. No layoffs or furloughs. Wow. The Palazzo Casino in Vegas, they're closing too. Yeah, that's what I meant. All right. I spelled it wrong. That was part of the problem. I don't know. That's what happens. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I don't either, but a Palapa... (laughs) A palapa is a straw kind of uh, palapa is like a a straw hut, and that's what I think you are living in there. Palapa, traditional Mexican shelter roofed with palm leaves or branches. See, every time you think I'm I'm out of my mind, I'm pretty close to being correct. So what? As I look behind you, it looks like you are in a palapa. I am going to. I will have a different background next week. I don't know what that background will be. Maybe I'll pull the shower curtain down on the back. Uh, <laughs> pull the shower curtain down. What is that? What I'll is have that? my shark week hat on. Ooh. You look creepy with a hat. 
You <laughs> really do. You look you look very creepy with that. Maybe it's the angle of your webcam. Now you look better. Now you look like a young boy. When you had it pulled down the first way, it looked very, very scary. Oh, that. Do I look rad? Do I look cool? Wow, what a dude bro you are now. I feel like a good way to like look older than you are is to be like over 25 and put a baseball hat on backwards. Like this ages me. Yeah. No, I stopped wearing my hats backwards about 15 years ago. Because yeah. it, there, there comes a day. Yeah, that's going to be nice when you start. Hold on. When you start the worst rap career ever. I got it. There. And I got the label on it, too. You that is. You know it's time to say goodnight when we start doing costume changes and props. It's like, it's like I'm doing a podcast now or a, a live stream with Carrot Top at this moment. Oh, Let's man. see. Oh, oh, look. Hey, I got a glue stick. What can I do with that? You didn't meet my cat. Oh, you didn't... Push it right up my nose. Oh. Horrifying. You didn't meet my cat, Brian. Oh, my God. Here's a visual no one will be able to get unburned out of their minds. We got to stop this stream before it gets too late or it's the last thing people will see before they go to sleep. God, yeah, no, this is terrific. That is, that's, wow. Um, yeah, all right. Well, listen, we've obviously, we're getting uh, isolation madness. Some quarantine insanity is setting in. We will talk to you again next week. This is, uh, I want to give Cody a big thank you because for figuring out how we could get this done. I'll give myself a little pat on the back for getting things set up on my end. So, so that was pretty good. You deserve it. But Cody, Cody pulled this all together. So as he said, he will make. I think it's. I think it's terrific. He's going to make some adjustments on his end, uh, just because he's him, and that's what he's going to do. You can always keep in touch with us here. Uh, I will, of course, keep you updated on where you can uh, hear me. And uh, Cody and I are going to continue to do this because. I actually miss, and I told you this in person, so you know this is true. I uh, I miss us interacting like this. So, hopefully next week we can talk about the, you know, something more than the virus. That'd be nice. Because yeah. right now, really, that's we talk about what's happening in our lives and what else is happening other than this affecting our lives, just like it's affecting everybody's life. Yeah. Hopefully next week I'll be in like a log cabin or something too. That'd be nice. That oh, that would be fun. And. Tune in to see what crazy backdrop I have. Yeah. I might just I'd be holding up a poster board that says backdrop. You never know. Who knows? We've done come lower budget with... things than that. I, yeah, I've, trust me, I know. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, listen, you and I will continue to talk after we say goodbye so we, you, I can do what you need me to do. But uh, for those of you on Facebook, thank you for always supporting us. Thank you again to Cody. Uh, we will talk to you again soon. Spread the word. Tell people, hey, look, once a week, these guys are going to be on, and it's going to be weird. Cody's got stuffed cats, and he tries to put hats on his head. Next week, maybe I'll wear a costume. Who knows what's going on? It's going to be uh, it's going to be very, very exciting. I'm going to learn where to look so I know if I should be looking at Cody over in the corner or at the actual webcam. Now I have to close the webcam so uh, people can't spy on me. Got a lot, a uh, lot of, lot going on here, Cody. I don't have any more costumes in reach, unfortunately. I'm kind of upset about it, to be honest. Well, I have a lot of hats, and I have my Captain America mask and shield uh, because I'm in the office. I have a lot, a lot of stuff here. 
Maybe next, we've never talked really about Mardi Gras. I have Mardi Gras props. We got a lot. So we got a lot we can talk about next time. Yeah, well, you, well you've had shows, though. You've talked about your Mardi Gras experience, right? Somewhere. Oh, so all, my shows have been, all my shows have been during crises. Oh, true. Right after Mardi Gras, I was on in Milwaukee the night of the Miller Corps shooting, which was horrible. Right. Uh, and since then, it's been COVID-19. <laughs> okay, so, so next week, New Orleans talk. My usual levity has been curtailed quite a bit. That's okay. I, so, think, I think we're still uh, uh, levitying our insanity yeah, enough well, to... I okay. I think we're all right. So hopefully next week we'll get a housing uh, update on you. Uh, there's big news on our front on, uh, on some stuff and more big news from Cody's front. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Cody, you're going to have to end the, uh, the live broadcast or the, the Facebook Live thing, I think, because you started what if we just right. let it go forever? Well, just leave like an open care, like, uh, what was that Jim Carrey movie? Where it was... Truman Show. The Love Truman that Show. movie. Yeah, we just, we just leave leave our office cams on, yours in the palapa, mine in the office, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, well... People just checking in. It's like when they had, they had the camera on that giraffe that was going to give birth. Yeah. People just checking time to time. Brian going to be there? Is Cody going to be there? What's happening? Well, what happened to the stuff... Well, my palapa, uh, behind my palapa is uh, my bedroom, so we're not going to let anybody in on that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, now. Oh, fantastic. Not without a cover charge. Hi-yo. All right. All right. Uh, Cam girls right. are making more money, just saying. Anyway, got to go. See ya. I think I clicked. There we go. Oh, now we're going to do it. Keep waving. Just keep waving forever like a bad children's show.